Welcome back to Talk Tech. My name is Femi Gorilla Heights. Welcome to the tech side of life. This is Talk Tech. And there's something important that I want to talk about. I'm still going to start some series that covers uh, cybersecurity. Now, I said I've been postponing um, having series on web security, mobile security, and even uh, some social engineering tactics. Now, when we say cybersecurity, most of the time we always think that cyber means internet. Cyber means cyberspace, so it means internet. But cyber in this context of cybersecurity involves the internet, involves systems, involves networks, involves devices. So some devices can be connected locally to one another. So one becomes the alpha and the other becomes the beta. There is still communication going on from one of that device and the other. Because they are communicating with one another, it is happening in a space that is called network. So there's a network communication between one device, knowing fully well that one device has its own MAC address and the other device has its own MAC address. So for example, in your house, we have an ecosystem that is on our hands. So we have Internet of Things coming up gradually and in subtle ways, we are building tech ecosystem. Like I mentioned the last time, I said Apple is one of that company building a robust ecosystem. Google is another, Samsung is another, LG gravitating towards that, Huawei wants to do that, Xiaomi wants to do that, all these tech companies are having consumer-based equipment, uh, consumer-based electronics, and they're having industry-based electronics as well. And they want to find a way where each of those devices communicate with one another. Now, within your apartment, your Samsung watch could be communicating with your Samsung phone and could be communicating with something else in that house. So let me give an example. You have an Apple-based community, you have an iPhone 12, you have an iWatch, you have an Apple TV, then you have Apple HomePod, and you have what else? The Apple um, headphones, and you have the Apple AirPods, and you, the list is endless. Now, each of those devices, um, using Apple's own inbuilt chip wants to communicate with one another. They may not at that time be connected equally to the internet. It is just the chip recognizing the chip in the next devices. I've talked about ultra wideband, um, a technology being applied now by Samsung and even by Apple India AirTag and all of that. And when you look at uh, cybersecurity in that context, you know that cybersecurity is just partly the internet. Anything that is connected and communicates is still within that space of that definition. So security. Security means you are staying safe, right? Security means um, Security does not mean problems will not come. <laughs> I think I have to clarify that each time we say cybersecurity, a lot of people feel that we mean um, 
a world where there will be no threats. That is not possible. There are existing threats and there are emerging threats. Now, if you are into the cybersecurity space and you have heard of the UN Charter and the UN Charter that talks about um, what are the right ways of, of uh, using ICT by states and non-state actors. So, for example, non-state actors could be the actors that you do not know. They are faceless, right? Uh, they could be a white hat hacker, a gray hat hacker, or a what? Any sophisticated hacker out there could be a non-state. It could be someone that just needs information, somebody that needs power, or someone that needs money from you. So they exploit you for different reasons. Those are non-state actors. But they are also state actors, means that um, a country can launch a cyber war warfare against another country. So they fall under what we call the state actors, means that they would be able to use their own resources, especially if one is more technologically advanced than the other, to cripple the infrastructure of the next country. You know we have gone beyond launching missiles. It is now surveillance, uh, data gathering, data analysis, and data manipulation. So. They could be state and non-state actors, so keep that aside. So let's move over. Now, security means that there will always be threats. Now, why do this threat come to be? Threat exists when vulnerability exists. Man is vulnerable. Humans are vulnerable. A woman is vulnerable, so let's not make it a man thing only. Depends on how you interpret that. Now, humans are vulnerable, means that whatever we do, whatever technology we birth, would have traces of our vulnerability. So take, for example, uh, because man is insufficient in a certain area, it makes a device that makes life comfortable to, to tackle that area of his insufficientness, if I'm, if I'm to put it that way or that void that needs to be filled and it makes up social media so that you can feel that loneliness with interacting with people around the world. Now you want agriculture to be quite simple, then you make mechanized equipment, mechanized agriculture rather than um, the local one, the local type of agriculture. So this makes process better. This makes things better. but. Because of the nature of man, whatever we are, wherever we are and wherever we'll be, are inter, um, they are interpreted into whatever a man makes. So there will always be that vulnerability. And there is someone out there that knows those vulnerabilities, that sees them. And because you cannot know the mindset of everyone, there is somebody out there that will tell you, this is a vulnerability, try and fix it. But there's some other person that will tell you this is a vulnerability and I have taken advantage of it. Why another person will not even tell you that there's a vulnerability. He's just going to go behind you and he's going to use that vulnerability to make gain for himself. It could be proving a point that is superior. Or it could be proving a point that he knows more than you or he could be looking for financial gain at the expense of your own vulnerability. So cybersecurity is not all about 
preventing. You cannot always be preventing. You might be using words such as mitigation. Now, preventing, yeah, comes up once in a while in those conversations, but mitigations and, um, and how these things, these conflicts, either by state or non-state actors are addressed, is very important. Now, look at it from this angle. We are all moving towards a digital space, but there's one aspect of life we are not looking at. We want to make stuff. We want to create stuff. We want to make amazing products. We want to build systems, but only few are looking into securing those systems. So we have those that are making apps, those that are going into NFTs. Um, uh, we have those that are going into making webs, uh, web-based platforms or frameworks. And we have those that are building gadgets. They are building computers. They are building processors. They are building um, wearables and whatever gadgets that you can find that has a digital footprint or digital signature. Now, we're moving to that world where all of this will be interacting. Now, if you have five devices and you can boast of the um, secured nature of four, and one is compromised, that compromised one device in a connected ecosystem can affect the other four. That is why when you think about cybersecurity, you have to think about the human operating it, and you have to think about the machine to machine, humans to machine, machine to machine. Now, humans to machine will always come. We're going to have man versus machine. We are going to have man and machine, talking about things like Neuralink, having man uh, synergize with uh, machines. Now, we're going to have that future where a lot of people will have their hands chopped off and they would get robotic arms, you get. And um, that feature is, very, is coming very, very fast. Now, moving on, when you look at why cybersecurity exists, you would know that the nature of man warrants that we keep an eye on one another. Now, you have devices that you connect to your banking apps. You have a SIM card that is connected to your NIN, to your BVN. You have your SIM card that is used to open your Facebook. The same SIM card, the same phone number is used to open your email. The same phone number is used to uh, set up your USSD to make quick transactions like your star 737. The same phone number is what you will use to operate your Wi-Fi. The same phone number is what will be uh, maybe your phone if we eventually make that future where we have an eSIM. And the same phone number is what goes to your medical records, to your uh, school registration forms. Everything is having that digital footprint. So where does this come in in cybersecurity? It means that at every junction, you need security to protect one or more of this connected ecosystem. So when you go on your website, when you go on the website and you are trying to make payments, we are, see a lot of our elderly parents that uh, do not like the idea of POS, they don't like the idea of ATMs or debit cards, they do not like the idea of even making payment online because they're even trying to even 
like ussd and you're not telling them to enter their card details on the website come on you gotta do better in convince, convincing the elderly folks now move over to that you're going to pay stuff online what of if that website is compromised you're going to buy stuff online what of if that particular payment gateway is compromised now you're going to have somebody steal your phones and they take off your they take out your sim card and they use that sim card to do some other things for example they can use that sim card to reset your whatsapp and use your the the privileged information of your whatsapp to chat with your um with your contacts so that way they are fishing out some of your information and using it to make profit so they reach out to your mom and say oh mom i'm feeling down uh through a chat and they say oh mom i need 20k and you know your mom being the nature of your mom knows that ah this person does not really really ask for money so you just send the money just a harmful conversation or a harmless conversation i beg your pardon a harmless conversation right but somebody has taken advantage of that particular systems now these are many more i'll be telling you guys i may not delve into some of the nature of these attacks some attacks looks familiar and they look predictable but not all attacks can be seen especially if you're not a technical person they say the best form of defense in my own opinion i always define it as this the best form of defense is actually attack it is not knowing how to attack. It is knowing what an attack is. So the first information, the first thing you have to know, you have to be armed with information. When you see this attack, what does it look like? Is this a phishing attack? Is this a skimming attack? Um, literally more than 70% of cyber attacks are within the phishing environment using social engineering or using what other methods that we use. So you must have heard me mention social engineering twice, right? Social engineering means social. We, we, it's, it's, a, it's an attack that goes into the uh, core of your interactions with either a machine or a person. So for example, you go to a party and the person is asking you, where did you have your first kiss? Where did you have your first date? Now you've forgotten. Why? Because it's just more like an armless conversation. But you've forgotten that where you had your first date is a security question on one of your internet platforms. Because we still have that. We still have um, internet platforms that ask you, where did you have your first case, blah, 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 and all of that. So move over and they ask you some delicate questions. But you have forgotten because the time that you set up such account is a long time ago. And the person starts asking you, uh, where did you go on your honeymoon? Uh, uh, what did you do? And you want to enter some transactions on your phone. The person knows the finger, especially now that we can, you can use your fingerprint to enable apps on your phone. If you know that you use fingerprint to enable apps, so you use um, fingerprint encryption over entering of passwords, you have to change the fingers often because when you're in the public people know the popular fingers and the popular finger is the thumb of the thumb of both hands so the second is the 
second finger and the second finger of both hands. Now, it is rare before people use the last finger or maybe the, uh, the fourth finger, kind of, or the marriage finger, kind of, on both hands. So, people just predict that, oh, it's, it's always a thumb, especially based on the type of, of um, fingerprint you have on your device. Uh, for example, um, in display fingerprint, a lot of people hold their phones and the thumb is on the screen. So definitely or suggestively, your thumb would be the one to open the phone. Now, if, you are, if your fingerprint is on the left-hand side, obviously, most of the time, we will always hold our phones by the fingerprint location. So if you pick up your phone, you literally want to pick up your phone with your left hand or you pick it up with your right and you move to your left because you need to use your thumb. If it's on the right, it is the same thing. All these predictab uh, predictability methods are under social engineering, using the lifestyle, using simple information about you, getting interactions about where you work. Somebody just takes you out on a date for the first time. It takes you out to an expensive restaurant and it's just asking you questions about where you work, in the bid of knowing you better. It's asking, oh, so your boss is so, 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 so. Oh, you guys, you guys run. I know that you guys have Wi-Fi in your office. Yeah, we have Wi-Fi in our office. We even have free Wi-Fi, blah, blah, blah. You start talking because of free food. Free food has caused so much damage in this life. Now, these are some of the social engineering um, methods where they do not need to hack your device directly. You know, the hacker has not approached your device, but the hacker has approached you because we know that every human has a vulnerability. Every human has a soft spot. If you know yours, you have to protect yours. If you talk too much, do not go drinking in the bar and you're drunk and you say everything about yourself. So these are many more we'll bring in in series on Talk Tech. My name is Femi Greta Heights, and remember, the future is digital and ensure to stay protected online. I'll try my best for you. Try to try your own best as well. I'll be right back. See you in the next one.